Hello and welcome back to the second row podcast for the start of the season. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Thanks. Now I've got to like make that lower and not kill people in the edit. <sighs> My name is Paul Kelly, and as you probably guessed from the screaming noises, I'm joined as always by Ushin Collins. It's good to be here, Park. It's nearly rugby time again. I have missed the Pro 14 so much. Like, so much. Like, watching Southern Hemisphere rugby is not the same. No, we know how to defend and we play all the rugby, not just bits of the rugby. Yeah, tackling optional. Yeah, no, not not optional. We do to tackling. Well, no, down there though. Oh yeah, fair. Anyway, welcome back to all of our listeners to this short preview of the round one fixtures. We are both really, really excited that the season is back. So please make sure you are subscribed so that you get all future episodes of the Second Row podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Acast, Stitcher and all podcast apps. That's right, Porik. If it's on the internet, you will find us. Except for Spotify, who are tricky. Yeah, don't know what that's about, but doesn't matter. Who cares? But in this episode, we'll be having a quick look at this first weekend's rugby. We didn't want to let you go into the weekend alone. And we will tell you who our money is on for each of the games. Exactly. So we're going to start with the first game on Friday, the season opener, Cardiff v Leinster. Absolutely. And there's only really one question here, which is, who's going to run out wearing the 10 jersey for Leinster? Like... Byrne is fit, or he's... The whole thing with Byrne is whether he's being rested from all of the zero minutes that he got in Australia. Because player management, fine, but surely, particularly given the injury to Frawley in preseason, it's got to be Byrne running on the 10. Oh no, he's, he's definitely starting. Like Fingers crossed. But you know, it's a way start for them to Cardiff, who want to put down a marker against the league champions. Yeah, I mean, Leinster, but they're used to this, have a target on their back. Uh, that they're, they're not going to be surprised by that. They'll come out. There's quality through that side. So for me, that's a, that's a Leinster win straight out the gates. As long as we get the Leinster that was putting up results in the Six Nations, not the one that was ending the season for them. Yeah, I, I don't think we're going to get a repeat of the Benetton result. I think they'll be pretty ambi- like pretty keen to come out of the gates hard here. All right, so we'll move swiftly on to Ospreys Edinburgh. And Edinburgh have an early opportunity to make a statement. Well, yeah, but not really about them. I mean, the statement is that the Ospreys are still toilet. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, for Ospreys fans, you have to hope they're not going to be as bad as last year. I mean, yeah, because that would involve them getting negative points out of their first few fixtures. But like Edinburgh had great form towards the end of last year. This is a chance for them to keep it going and build on it. These are two teams who are expecting to be in the playoff spots at the end of the year. Um, particularly given Osprey's history, but it's going to be a big ask. Like we talked about in our preview series, missing some key players. So that's a bit of a toss-up for me. I'm not 100% sure where that one's going to go. Yeah, uh, either do I. I'd go with an Edinburgh win. I'd say Cockrell will have them drilled, drilled, drilled. And I think having played a bit of rugby in pre-season might just give them an edge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Edinburgh. We'll move on to, I know the match that you're most excited about Friday, Zebra (sighs) v Southern Kings. Yeah, as if it could be any lower down my priority list. So Zebra lost their last preseason game against Benetton, uh, 22 points to 12. So not exactly a thumping, but you'd have to think they're coming out with a touring Southern Kings team and saying, yeah, we need to bounce back here with a win. Yeah, like it's the Southern Kings first match really that I can tell this season. Absolutely. So their comments is fairly cold. Is a bit of a preseason, a bit of running with the coach going to do much difference? I don't think it's going to make a huge difference. Maybe from a fitness perspective that they won't be quite as shambolic in terms of falling off tackles and not knowing their plays. But Zebra are a relatively well-drilled side at this stage. I'd be, I'm not going to watch it probably, but I'd be pulling for a Zebra win. Yeah, same as. Okay. I'm going to have to disagree about one of these at some point. 
I'm pretty sure the next game is going to be a disagreement somehow. And the first of our in-conference fixtures, Glasgow come to the sports ground on Saturday afternoon. That's going to be brilliant! Oh man, it, it it is, but I don't think it's going to be brilliant for why you think it's going to be brilliant. No, we're going to win. Like, are going to win? No. I'm telling you, I was at the Rugby Bureau launch, the press day, and just the atmosphere and the positivity in the group is infectious. It is, but I think, you know, stiff upper lip and positive morale is only going to get you so far. And you are talking about a team who were humbled and embarrassed at the end of last season and they're going to come out like they did last year with statement performances in the first couple of weeks well to put in perspective last year the same fixture we had an awful preseason lost by one score yeah. same fixture this 12 months on good preseason there's momentum behind Connacht well I tell you what the win against Bristol was a really good result especially as it was a terrible game yeah, but again, still top performers in that Bristol team, like buckets of experience, Pat Lamb and John Muldoon, who know Connacht inside out. Yeah, but like yeah, that Bristol team had the single failing that Connacht had as well under Pat Lamb, literally zero kicking ability or strategy to speak of. So Madigan at 10. Yeah. Hmm, fair enough. Uh, I I think it's Glasgow Park. Look, we'll agree to disagree and just move on. Okay, to Ulster v Scarlets. Another in-conference match as well. Which, and I guess just to speak to that for a minute, those in-conference fixtures, when it comes to the knockout at the end of the year, you're not just winning points for yourself, you're stealing them off a rival. And that's big with Ulster against the Scarlets, particularly given there's a bit of an injury crisis in Wales at the moment. Yeah, like, I think there's 14 players injured in Scarlets at the moment. If Ulster could have picked a time to play Scarlets, could they have looked for anything better than this? No, like, it's amazing to think there's an 8 to 10 point swing on day one phenomenal and who knows we could be looking at this again when it gets to the business end of the season but I think that Ulster could come out here and get a result like I know you're a fan of the Scarlets and the way that they play but I think Ulster could burgle this here so do I they'll have the new coach effect you know you can just read interviews with Dan McFarland it came out in the 42 I think he's gonna have a really good impact on that team I think having any kind of positive impact there though is going to require results on the field yeah, and this is the prime opportunity to get a big scalp. Yep. Uh, I reckon Ulster, but not by much. Yeah, I'd, I'd say they're going to scrape it and they're going to have a great start to the season and just be able to build from there. Like, I actually think this is the pick of the round, to be fair. In terms of competitiveness and teams who are going to go for each other, I think this could be the pick of the round. I, yeah, I agree. I know what you're, I, yeah, I know what you're trying to say. Hmm. Uh, then down to Limerick, kicking off at the same time for Munster, who are at home to the Cheetahs. And Munster are back in the news again for number nines instead of number tens this week. Like, But you still have all the halfbacks. Yeah, but that's like saying that Barnsley have all the strikers. Like, If you look at our backup roster to Conor Murray, who of them do you trust to run out in a Champions Cup game? But that's always been the problem if Murray was going to get injured. Yeah, and... And I think over the course of the season, we were looking to build some depth with players like Neil Cronin coming in, the likes of Jack Stafford coming up from the academy. But I don't want to be in a situation running into the first and second round of Champions Cup fixtures where my money's on Duncan Williams or James Hart as my senior nine. So, And and obviously, David Nusifor and the IRF, you agree? Yeah, like, I can see why people are giving Munster fans abuse because... There does seem to be, at times, a bit of monster can't fail, but... Too big to fail. You know, you are you are pretty much an Irish bank. 
<laughs> we're an Irish banker this weekend. I, I think Munster are going to absolutely hammer the Cheetahs. They've had a relatively good preseason. Um, Johan van Raan had a good interview in the wake of the loss to Exeter. So disappointing result there, but a decent performance in the second half. And I'm expecting Munster to build on that. And uh, Jaco Tote looks like he might be back in line for a return either this week or in the next week or two. Yeah. That's a boost to the side as well. Yeah, I don't see Cheetahs travelling well this early in the season. Well, not given that they've lost so much leadership as we talked about in the preview. Yeah. So, fingers crossed, Munster will come out and get a result there and some of the fringe players who've had a good pre-season will get some game time. And we'll move on to the final game of the round, Dragons v Benetton. Yeah, the late fixture on Saturday. So, as we said... Benetton got a result against Sebre, which um, was nice. And now they have an in-conference fixture against uh, last season's second bottom-placed side in the competition. Like, it is early to be saying it, but surely, like, surely this is a must-win game for Jackman and the Dragons. Jackman and the Dragons actually sounds like a superhero outfit or a villain. (laughs) I thought you were going to say it sounds like a really bad hipster band for Electric Picnic. Oh, it does. Now playing in Body and Soul, Jackman and the Dragons. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, it it is, but only because, again, as we said about the Ulster Scarlets, these are, these should be cheap points for Benetton. I mean, particularly before Dragons get all their players embedded, get them working and knowing the systems. This should be a mugging. Benetton should turn up in South Wales and just leave with all the points. Yeah, no, like, I I think Benetton should win, but, like, this early in the season, I'd say that Dragons' home advantage will just take them over the line. Oh, that's a big call. I mean, if Dragons do come out of the gates and win a couple of games at the start of the year, there's nothing to say they can't get a bit of momentum and be chasing down the likes of, you know, Ulster and Edinburgh from last year, but... It's going to take a serious turnaround in form. Oh, no, they're not going to win a few games on the trot. They'll win this one. <laughs> uh, I, I think Benetton will have enough. Uh, I, I'm calling this for the Italian Stallions. Uh, look, that's fair. You know, it's Stallions v. Dragons. <laughs> I mean, in theory, that should go Dragons. We've all seen Game of Thrones. Dragons always win. Yeah. But uh, look, it, I tell you what, it's kicked out a couple of really good performances. There's going to be loads of heart in Connacht Glasgow. It'll be a brilliant fixture on a nice Saturday afternoon in Galway. Uh, Ulster Scarlet's a really competitive game and nice to see Leinster out the gate and see what they've got made of for this year. I just realised like that Cardiff-Leinster match is like a Europa Challenge Cup match because it's the Challenge Cup finalists versus the Champions oh, Cup finalists. Yeah. Or winners even. Charity Shield type stuff going on <laughs> Exactly. Well, look, I'm looking forward to a weekend of rugby. I know all of you out there are too. And uh, we're going to be back with you early Monday evening with our recap of this first round. And a preview for round two. So don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes of the Second Row Podcast delivered to you ASAP. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate us and let us know. We are on facebook.com forward slash the second row or on Twitter and Instagram where we're at the second row. That's 2ND, not the word second. And keep an eye out on those social media channels. We'll be kicking off a second row fantasy league using the official Pro 14 fantasy league website thing. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Until next time, everyone, take care. Bye-bye.